Hey Cards fans, this is Alex Waslock. Welcome back to the Cardinals Cast Podcast. Today I'll be joined with my good friend Javier Waslock, and we'll discuss some of the things that happened this week in Cardinals Nation. I don't know if you saw, but uh looked like Newt Bar got sent down to Triple A. Yeah, he got sent down, and then they, uh, I think they sent him down to bring, um, what's his face? Uh, Donovan? Donovan, yeah, Brandon yeah. Donovan up. Yeah, uh, he got his first hit. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I think Thursday was, night? Two days ago? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I didn't watch the game last night. Did you watch the game last night? No, I was watching a movie, and like, when the last time, when I turned my phone off, we were like up. Up by like one or something after Paul Goldschmidt's home run, I was like, "Oh, okay, let's go." And then yeah. we ended up losing, which was unfortunate. Yeah, they they don't they don't seem to be giving Wainwright the same kind of run support that he got last year. They, it's really weird. Wainwright, for some reason, gets like zero run support. Like he would like every like it's very inconsistent. Yeah. Every time he's on the mound, he'll pitch really well, but will for some reason, like you know, we know he's going to give up a few runs, but for some reason, whenever he's pitching, we cannot give him enough run support. Like we give him like maybe one, maybe two runs. Yeah. And then when he's not pitching, well, you know, like the other day, we scored freaking ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's kind of weird. Okay, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was um, I was watching, like, the third game of the Mets series. Yeah. The last game, and, like, they're up – or, no, it was – I think it was the D-backs game. And they were – the fans were wooing. What, what do you oh, think yeah, of that? Doing the weird, like, woo! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That what do you think about that? Because I I don't like that. I okay. I remember going to a game last season. Yeah. And people were doing it and it was like it was I guess kind of fun for like a minute, maybe two minutes. But then it started getting like I was like, what is like what is the purpose? Like is there a meaning behind the wooing? Are we wooing for a specific person? Or are we just doing it just for the heck of it? And it started getting a little annoying. Because it's just, it's like a really weird, like a high pitch, like, and it's like, yeah. I would, I honestly would rather you like having like a let's go cards chant. Yeah. Like if, yeah, you know, like having everybody chant like, yaddy when he's at the plate or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird to me. Yeah. I would, I'd even prefer like the wave. Or like anything else, this it's it's just annoying. Also. Apparently, like I looked it up, and it was like Ric Flair or something did it, and they now they do it. I don't know. Who? Who did it? I thought it was like Ric Flair or somebody. Oh, okay. Well, do you know who that is? I don't know. Not off the top of my brain, but I do think it's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Um. Speaking of, uh, you you said let's go Yachty. Well, Yachty steals second. Do you see that? I love seeing that. 
I saw that on the replay on an Instagram post, and it yeah. kind of looked like he was almost going to fall off the bag because he was just running so damn quick, but then he was able <laughs> to stay on. That was sick. I thought that was funny. I was I was just laughing. I, I watched it live. It was, it was really funny. I mean, we had to get in scoring position anyway, but so we are just like, all right, go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was fun. Uh, uh, I don't know if we we do we touch on the defense. Um, the outfield. Yeah, the outfield especially. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the other day, Ali Mormel had it was like he had Carlson in center, and then he had um like. Dickerson and Wright, who actually I I'm not a fan of Corey Dickerson. Really? I like he hasn't been like insanely insane terrible, but I much would much rather would call up um, Nolan Gorman to be a lefty DH than having Corey Dickerson out there. Yeah. Because like Nolan Gorman had like. I mean, I think he has like eight home runs already in Triple A. Yeah, and he's already doing like really well. So like, obviously, being a third baseman, you know, Nolan Arenado is going to be there. But as a DH, considering that's what Dickerson is most of the time, I definitely feel like Gorman would be able to produce a lot better than Dickerson is at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and Dick—I don't know—Dickerson's kind of. My dad said that he was like. His thing with Dickerson is like he's he's kind of small for a a DH, you know, you know. Over in Pittsburgh, they got big Daniel Vogelbach. I know, dude. The guy's massive. And they have him hitting what, like lead off for them? Crazy. I mean, really, as long as you can just get on base, doesn't matter how quick you are to be a leadoff hitter. Yeah. He's got to get there, which Tommy Edmond has been, uh, you know, like last season he was struggling a little bit. So they gave the role of leadoff to Dylan Carlson towards the end of the season. And that yeah. was working out. But recently, since Dylan Carlson was having some issues, they gave it to Tommy Edmond. And Tommy Edmond has been the past like two weeks has just been a stud, both defensively and offensively. He's hitting the ball in key spots with guys in scoring position, which is good. He's getting on base. He's stealing bases. He's doing what he needs to. And it's kind of nice being able to kind of have that one-two thing where it's like if Dylan Carlson isn't really feeling himself in, you know, leadoff position, we could put Tommy Edmond and vice versa. If for some reason, Tommy Edmond kind of starts having like a little bit of a, of a mental block and Dylan Carlson's ends up doing well. If they can continuously kind of like go back and forth or like one of them is on and one of them's kind of off and we can have them switch off, rotate from being the lead off to being like a fifth spot guy, I think that'll be really good in the long term. Yeah. What would you think about if they put like if they had a lefty pitching, what would you think if they put Pujols as lead off? As a leadoff, I don't know if I would put him as as high up as leadoff as number one. I could maybe see him being a second, uh, being a second position guy, and then maybe having Goldie or Arenado right behind him, or maybe having 
Um, well, yeah, at, th- at this point in the season, I would put either Goldie or Arenado as either third after. I, I Right now, I'd probably put Tommy Edmond. And then if we do, if it lefty is on the bump and we do want to have Pujols hit earlier, have him hit second and then have Goldie or Arenado hit third. As much as I really like Tyler O'Neill, right now he's just not hitting the ball. Um, yeah. Where he needs to go right now, like he's like every time he makes contact, he can make solid contact and hit it hard, but it's just not going where it needs to at the moment. So I think he's kind of, you know, in kind of like a sixth hole kind of deal right now, or fifth spot, kind of playing a little bit of a sort of cleanup role, but more or less kind of working on it to move up the lineup. Yeah. And uh. They're calling it uh, Whitey Ball. They're hitting like, like on uh, Thursday, they had only singles. You know, what yeah. do you what do you think of that? Do you do you care? I so I have been very. I have every time somebody gives me the argument of like, which one would you rather have, home runs or base hits? I will one hundred percent of the time, every day of the week. 24-7 say I would rather get base hits because if everybody can get base hits, like if I have th- two guys get base hits back-to-back, then we either have runners on the corners, second and third, potentially somebody going first to home if they're quick enough, and then yeah. getting that third guy an option. And if the third guy gets a base hit, if we go one, two, three, base hit, base hit, base hit, then we score at least one run. Yeah. If not, you know, one of them maybe one of those hits might be an extra base hit. So I'd rather see more base hits and extra base hits than home runs. Home runs are great, but also having people on base makes those home runs even more effective. If you can get a few base hits and then hit a home run every now and again when you have people on, you know, first, second, or third, you can make that home run just being just a one run thing to being, you know, potentially you know, grand slam of being four, potentially even just two is honestly a big home run as well. Two run home runs are huge. Yeah. Well, like I've heard like solo home runs aren't really rally starters, you know, but like you get a couple hits, you can start to get it going, but just one guy hitting a home run doesn't really get the offense going. Yeah. It doesn't pump as much. If you get like two guys getting a double, like back to back doubles, yeah. That'll start that'll start something going because that'll get people, you know, looking for contact, make contact. Um, you know, not necessarily trying and that's what actually one of the things I've seen kind of Paul DeYoung starting to try and do a little bit more. Um, I think over the course of the season he's gonna get a little more consistent, but I think with his new batting stance, I think he's trying to just make more contact and less trying to actually hit home runs because I think he understands that that's not his role anymore. Um, you know, like two seasons or three seasons ago, it was kind of his role to be kind of like a home run hitter. But now that we have Goldie who can crank home runs, if Tyler O'Neill gets it going, he can be a home run cranker. I think DeYoung's doing a little more, you know, self, self-looking, self being like, I just need to make contact and get on base. Because he's, you know, deceptively fast. DeYoung can run. We don't see him on the base pass that often, but when he's on there, he can he can move. Yeah. Um. All right. So, 
Do you want to talk about so the first game of the Mets series, right? I was um, gonna talk about the the fight, and I think that was the third game. Yeah, but in the first game, oh, uh, when we hit Pete Alonso in the head. No, I'm talking about uh. So we're up, right? A few runs, yeah. and then. Aren't oh, the, first, the game we should not have lost. Yeah. Yeah, the game that we were up, what, it was like in the bottom of the eighth, Tyler O'Neill had like a two-run double or something. Yeah. And then, and then we, like, and then, who was it? Was it Cabrera? Cabrera? Was it guy? Gall- gave it up in the ninth? Was it Gallegos? I, I don't remember. Oh, no, I think it was guy. Yeah, it was, I think it was Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then Giovanni just couldn't get that last out. I literally was listening to the game, and I was like, oh, my God, this is like what the Texas Rangers did in the 2011 World Series, down to their last strike, and they just couldn't get him out. Yeah. So, and also, like, it wasn't even all, I don't think, Gallego's fault, because there's some costly errors, like Arenado men error. Arenado, yeah, he should not have had that throwing error. Um no, it was not totally his fault either. No, it wasn't easy. A point. little bit of the blame does kind of fall on him a little bit more, just for the sake of obviously, if Arnado didn't make that error, the game would have been over. But there's that one with the PFP. He like hesitated on the mound for a little bit. Like he should have been like immediately. Like he just kind of assumed that Goldschmidt was going to be able to get there instead of just reacting to crap. I should cover first. And so because of that, he wasn't able to get there in time. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I feel like just a little bit more blame is on him, mainly for the PFP. Not necessarily for not being able to get that last strike, but mainly for the sake of he shouldn't have hesitated and also Arnado shouldn't have had a throwing error, which that kind of, honestly, the throwing error kind of started them, you know, getting that like mini rally to get, you know, up by five. Because up till that point, and there wasn't that much danger. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and then we can talk about uh the fight and the suspension. So, I think it got changed to a one-game suspension if I saw it correctly. Yeah, and and I saw someone else got a suspension, right? Was it Cabrera? Yeah, it was Hennessy Cabrera also got a suspension, and then everybody else just got a fine. Yeah, Flaherty got a fine, right? Because yeah, he's on the, the pitcher who threw at Arenado got a fine. I don't remember his name off the top of my brain. Is it Lopez, maybe? Something like that. Okay. Um. So. So the Cardinals hit Alonzo, right? In the head. We hit Alonzo in the head with a changeup. Uh, I think it was a full count, I believe. Um, so, like, no intent whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And, like, I definitely think Arnado was val. Like, I, I think he was validated, honestly. You think because, so? Because, like, yeah. Like, I get, obviously, okay, so the Mets, even coming in to the uh, series with the Cardinals... We're already kind of getting hit anyway from other people. Yeah. Um, but whenever we did hit them, all of it was intent, uh, 
stuff was unintentional. None of it would have like helped us in any way. Not, there was no reason to actually throw at the people. Yeah. Um, but so and so when they purposely threw it Arenado's head, I would agree, I would concur that he had every right to you know take offense to that because it, he probably knew that it was coming anyway. But they should have definitely not aimed for his head. They should have gone for like his ribs or his freaking, you know, his legs or his hips or something like that. But the fact that they went for his head and they went high, that yeah. was dumb in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Yo Johan Lopez was the pitcher. Okay, thanks. So, um And then he appealed, right? Um Um I think so. I thought it was um I think it's I think it's kind of funny that they give out suspensions to relievers since they don't really pitch every night. Yeah, it is kind of funny. So yeah, and Hennessy's Cabrera only got a one game suspension anyway. Yeah. So I thought so it was kind of like that's silly. really messing with him that much. And we already played a game where Arenado was like the DH and he was not on the field and we had uh Sosa playing third. So it's like it's not like we can't fill the spot at third base, you know? Yeah. So so is he gonna serve the suspension? Is there like I think he's serving a one game suspension. I think because it got changed to one, I think he's gonna serve it. So do you do you have to serve it immediately or can you pick and choose when you wanna I uh, let me look that up. I feel like MLB suspensions are immediate. Okay. Because if you could pick and choose, that seems like a little... Uh, I feel like that'd be too... Feels like you can yeah, get in the system. Because like, I was like, oh, I could like, you know, pick the game or like, they don't really need me anyway. Yeah. I feel like it's immediate. And then did you hear that uh, freaking... This is not the Cardinals, but Trevor Bauer was suspended for two seasons? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Like they gave him like what was it like a hundred like they gave him like a three hundred something game suspension and I was like oh my god they're just suspending him for two whole seasons yeah yeah I thought and that was here, like with the Mets that um Alonzo was like oh like and he was like if I wanted to put somebody in the hospital I could and I'm yeah like, okay but you got tackled by Stubby Clap yeah I thought like, that was kind of <laughs> he was like I'm a big strong man I could. Yeah, I thought it was a kind of a boneheaded quote. It was dumb on his part. And yeah. honestly, like I saw a lot of comments on the internet saying like, all right, Tyler O'Neill versus uh, Pete Alonzo. Let's see who wins. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler O'Neill would 100% win that fight. <laughs> basically a bodybuilder who plays baseball. Yeah. Well, we may get to see it, you know. How many? Do they have fun. more games? Here, I'll look. I, I think they do. And Chris Bassett was one of the Mets pitchers literally the day before um, was talking about how MLB has a problem because the balls are too inconsistent. Um, yeah. Like, he literally, so like, Chris Bassett was talking about, because I think he hit, um, Chris Bassett, I think, hit one guy, one of our guys. And yeah. he was talking about how, like, every single ballpark you go to like, for the first inning, the ball is like this, and then for the third inning, for some reason, it's like a different, like, it feels different, it's not the same kind of ball, and 
it's weird. And then after he said that, and he kind of called out MLB saying like, they got to be more consistent with how they make and produce the balls to people. Um, Miles Michaelis, um, shot like shot back at his quote after being after he hit a guy saying like it's not the ball's fault you have to take responsibility for your own actions you hit our guy like yeah. you made a bad pitch like don't blame the ball for your bad pitching you know? yeah okay so i'm i'm looking at the schedule and they're playing the mets again a four game series in less than a month may 16th may 16th 17th um yeah, in New York, yeah. That should be fun. You better believe that the New York fans are going to be booing us like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th of May. That'll be fun. I will I will sit down and watch those. Yeah. Um... Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that was really the main thing. The Arenado suspension um, and like the whole Mets kind of a thing being a, more of a heated moment at the at the time. And then um, what else did we talk about? That was my whole thing. What else did we talk about? Uh, talk about? We talked about uh, Newt Bar. And Donovan. Okay, new parking center. Yeah, I think I think all those are good topics. I really only wanted to talk. My only thing that I was really thinking about was the Arenado suspension getting changed to one game. Okay. Um, and I think he is serving it because I think he's serving it today, actually. Yeah. If I'm correct, which is funny because I think today is his bobblehead night or his bobblehead day or something right now. Oh, are you sure? I uh, I thought it was look. I thought it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Let's see. I'm going to look and see who's on. Um, He's not in the lineup today. He's playing third. Uh, Brendan Donovan is playing third. So I think he's serving it today. Um, yeah. Right now we're in the bottom of the second. Uh, we have a guy on second, two outs. Um. Yeah, no, I think he's serving his one-game suspension today. <clears throat> okay. Um, do you want to talk about uh, – uh, we can talk about uh, Alcantara, the Marlins pitcher. He's been – What happened with him? He's been kind of on a tear. Um. He's been like the ace of their rotation. He pitches deep into games. I think he he might have went seven eight innings against us. He's he's just been great, and he was um our prospect uh our prospect. Yeah, he had eight innings pitched against the Cardinals. Yeah, ten days ago. He's just been really good. I thought it was kind of a shame that we traded him. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, think about it. We also had um, on from Tampa, who's on Tampa Bay right now. We had um, a Rosarena. He was in our organization for a little bit before we got rid of him, traded him. Yeah. 
Uh, the only yeah, thing, like we said, I think our outfield is still good. So yeah, I I don't think Arosa Arena hurts. I mean, it hurt during the playoffs uh, two years ago. Uh, right. Yeah. When he was hitting on those bonds, but I think he's somewhat cooled off. So um, it's but, not as bad. And I honestly like our off our our um, outfield right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bader is fantastic. Carlson's a stud. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's obviously Tyler O'Neill. And then, yeah, I do think that Dude Bar should probably come back, honestly. Um, yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Dude Bar, and I'll, I'll bring this up when we're talking about it as well. Dude Bar got sent down because he wasn't doing so hot. Corey Dickerson's not necessarily doing that much better. Sure, he has like a few more RBIs, but it's not like, you know. I don't know. I just feel like Newt Bar. I'm just not a Dickerson guy. I don't know why we have him, to be honest. I think it was a waste. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of Pools, though. Uh, he's been doing great. I mean, he tied the game against the Brewers that one time. Obviously, we still lost that game, but that was clutch. Yeah. Uh, another thing on the rotation, I think Hicks does not deserve – to be in the rotation. And he just – he hasn't proved he can pitch pitch multiple, you know. He can pitch like three, four innings, you know. And if you can't even do that, you shouldn't be in a rotation. He has some power. His biggest, his biggest outing was three innings pitched. Yeah. He, he just hasn't been in it. So yeah, hopefully – I think his ceiling is high, but right now he hasn't shown anything yet. Yeah, I mean he's still twenty five, but I don't know. Yeah, he's, it's not bad. He just seems like he gets injured a lot. He he can't. On that aspect, I mean Jack Flaherty gets injured a lot. That is true. Yeah. Like we're spending a lot of money on him because when when he's when he's doing stuff when he's pitching he's not like he is good. He's a he's an amazing pitcher. Yeah. But then he's like, I don't has he I don't know if he's ever actually played a full regular season without being on the injured list ever. Yeah. I think he's missed like every single season at least once with a, with injuries. Um, something down here in Springfield when I went to go see a Springfield Cardinals game is that there's this 23 year old Puerto Rican named Delvin Perez who's a shortstop. And so, obviously, like, you wouldn't probably be called him now anyway because, obviously, DeYoung and Sosa are kind of fighting for that role. Um, but right now, in 53 at-bats, he has uh, – um, he's been, like – he only he – he hasn't hit a home run. He only has one run batted in. Um, his OPS is only 546. But every single time he's got on base, he's able to like he's been able to steal a base like over and over again. Yeah. How many stolen bases does he have? Um, he has eight stolen bases and zero caught stealings. Okay. So that was just something that I like. We don't. I don't. I, we don't need to talk about it. It was just something that I found cool. And is Springfield double is, A? Is it double yeah. A? Okay. Yeah, it's double A. We 
you know, in the beginning of the year, we were like, we were on it there. We were doing really good. Obviously, we were playing, you know, the Royals and the Pirates, who weren't necessarily, like, great teams anyway. But I do think as soon as we kind of get settled in, I think these next two weeks are going to be maybe a little bit, we see a loss here and there, or, you know, whatever. But I think these next two weeks are going to be the start, or like the calm before the storm. I really do think that coming up here, the Cardinals are just going to start, you know, just consistently winning ball games left and right, being able to get up there. I think we're going to stay at, like, I, bold, bold, you know, hot topic here, but I think we're going to stay above 500. Yeah, Either hopefully. Or, like, may, we might be below 500 for maybe two days. But I definitely think that right now with what we got, how good our offense and defense is, I think our I think we're gonna stay above five hundred pretty consistently this entire season. Okay. Uh just looking at the schedule here, we got Royals, Giants, Orioles, Giants again, uh Mets. And then Pirates Blue Jays yeah, Brewers. I think the Giants are really going to be... The Giants are going to be tough. I think the Giants are going to be the test, more or less. Yeah. But I feel like next week is kind of like finals week, where it's like, the like this is our first series against the Giants. And, you know, we consi- the Giants are, for some reason, consistently good against the St. Louis Cardinals. I do think that when we play the Giants in this coming series, it's going to be like, all right, if we can produce well against the Giants... It's going to show that we're going to be able to produce well against a lot of the other good teams out there. Yeah. I mean, like, hitting against the the D-backs is one thing, but you got to beat the good teams if you want to be good. Thanks for listening, and make sure to join in next week for another episode of the Cardinals Cast Podcast.